You're listening to the Dear Billionaire Podcast, an honest conversation about attracting and retaining world-class household staff. So whether you're a millionaire or a billionaire, new money or old, if you already have a house manager and estate manager, or you're thinking about hiring one, you'll better understand how to be a good employer to find and retain trusted world-class staff, why you should care more about the people working inside of your home, and how to turn over the reins of management of your most valuable assets. I'm Kelly Ford Dixon. I was an estate manager for some of the wealthiest families in the world and am currently a luxury home management consultant. I'll be sharing some wisdom from other service professionals that may help improve the enjoyment of your amazingly complex life. So hello and welcome. Hi. So as you all know, estate management systems sells systems. And as a result of that, I have taken on numerous estate managers as clients. And through coaching calls, we customize systems for their homeowner principal employers. And the evolution of the last couple of years of doing that work has highlighted many issues that I felt no one was talking about, no one was addressing. A lot of it has to do with burnout in private service, all the personal expectations of what it takes to make this job look easy, to be available to some principals 24-7, to make some really surreal and sometimes unrealistic things happen in a blink of an eye. It's a challenging position for sure. And it's a unique situation. And then Dear Billionaire was launched. Now, YouTube has been more about talking to estate managers about how to strategize their relationship with their principal, how to provide world-class service, how to kind of be the best that they can be to provide this type of service in a career where burnout is highly likely in kind of the majority of situations. That's not just me. That's that's an industry-wide issue, a global issue. So the Dear Billionaire side of this was I could sit here with all of this information and talk to estate managers about how not to burn out and how to better protect their personal health and their well-being and create boundaries and all that things. But talking to the principals or anybody who will listen who might be employing these people so in general people of wealth maybe it's new wealth maybe it's someone hiring an estate manager or a house manager for the first time someone stepping in the role of maybe purchasing additional properties and not wanting to manage every aspect of the contractors, the maintenance, the house, domestic staff, and and all that comes with a very complex life in that world. So I wanted to share the, the flip side of let's all work together on creating these win-win relationships. One, so that a homeowner can get the service they want, and two, so the estate manager can stay in a career that they love without burning out. And so win-win. 
but I caught a comment on our YouTube channel last weekend, and it must have been from a principal who said, well, it, this sounds very negative. It sounds very challenging as if that person alluded to the fact that I was pointing fingers at homeowners being challenging. And for the most part, that's not all that incorrect. I do think that people who are buying multiple properties and have had enough success in their life to gain the amount of money that it takes to expand your real estate portfolio don't necessarily know how to be good employers. And it's not finger pointing, it's just there's two ways to look at this relationships. So in order to get what you want, let's really look at what that takes. Now, this person's comment on YouTube was, you're making it you're making me want to downsize. You're making me feel like this is a full-time babysitting role and it makes me want to sell properties. That's not my intent at all. And I think that the takeaway from this person's comment was that there is expectation that needs to happen on the homeowner's part to be a little more aware of the impact of some of the requests that that get made on a regular basis that they may not be aware of so it's more about awareness less about finger pointing certainly estate managers don't get it right all of the time maybe they're not a good fit for you but that's what all of this conversation is about how do you get the service you want how do you find the right person how do you feel like you've hired someone who could be a trusted long-term employee that you want in your home <laughs> where you need to go to rest and relax and rejuvenate and feel secure and have some privacy and at the same time still have some assistance in running your highly complex life that's what we're all about here that is the two sides of the coin dear billion on on one side and uh, private service support or estate manager on the estate management systems site so those two comes together and i i want to invite you to go to both platforms to hear the information that's provided and i go over it over and over again about i'm saying this and i'm wondering who's listening and I want to understand and I want to anticipate what the response might be. Never to point fingers, but to, again, highlight an issue that may not be known or aware. And let me just leap to the other side of the coin. We see it done so badly in the press from Jeffrey Epstein, Harvey Weinstein. Those are the bad examples. We even saw the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trials and their personal household staff being put on the stand. And that opens up a whole other can. But all you have to do is Google something like celebrities being sued by their household staff. And it should bring you into an awareness about how even the best of the best of what we see as shining examples on social media or who's at the pinnacle of their career with Harvey Weinstein and, and massive amounts of wealth with Jeffrey Epstein, it's not a balanced playing field. There are many, many subtleties 
to those types of relationships that obviously are on off the charts about what private service deals with. Hopefully, and I don't think anybody who's listening to this is going to, you know, be in those categories at all. Those are narcissists and pathological narcissists who would never seek advice for doing this better. I'm not going to fool myself about that. But I, I do think that there are people out there that this matters to, that these types of relationships are critical to your personal happiness. I think they're critical to you enjoying your wealth uh, and stature in life that can no longer be managed by you and you alone. Like at some point, there's a breaking point with a household renovation or someone who steals from you, be it a housekeeper or, you know, or something happens where you say, I need this off my place. I'm not enjoying this anymore. And probably not going to downsize. Or if you do, you still may need some help with some aspect of your work. So finding those people who add value to your life, where you don't feel like you're babysitting them, where you're not going to micromanage them, you're going to find appropriate fit for your need, does take some awareness, does take some work about what you need, what you want, and what you're willing to pay for. That package alone does take some work. Now, I just signed a contract for a two-day site visit where I go on the property and I create a household management system for them and one of the pushbacks with this client was why do i need a house management system why can't you just help me hire an estate manager well to begin with i've never seen the property i don't know how complex the mechanical systems are i don't know what your personal service requirements are do you want someone to cook for you clean for you is maintenance technician a a part of this package you want a driver but you need security you know all of those things take a fair amount of strategy to say okay how how can we fit this bill who's the best person for this is this a sustainable job role like i can't have you cooking in the kitchen and overseeing subcontractors if in fact you've got 25 you know contractors who come through that house every year and need some supervision we need eyes on those people to make sure they're not causing more damage than than what they're fixing as a part of their uh, visit and all of those things wrapped up into a database where we can see what the technology uh, requirements are we can see what the housekeeping requirements are we can start to put together the personal services package and what makes sense If a driver also needs to be security, can maybe pick up the packages off your front porch when no one's at home, that's great. But that driver can't also cook for you, run to the grocery store for you, clean house for you, um, and meet with the contractors and be successful on any platform. It's not going to happen. So part of this work, and it is a little bit of work, it's analysis, it's strategy, it's what have we got to deal with? What what does this bubble look like? And how do we piece it together in a way that the fewest amount of people possible are needed to complete 
all of the requirements to make this homeowner's life easier. That's the real goal here. That's what we're looking at. And yes, we can't just write a job description. We can't just go directly to a domestic staff recruiter and say, this is what we want. Because that person may come to you, you may like them, but in the end, if they don't know technology, if they can't sync an iPhone with an iCalendar with you know, a laptop computer, if you've got technology within the house that you don't have hands-on abilities to get a contractor easily and quickly, HVAC units, home theater units, fish to exotic fish tanks or whatever, that person is going to need some natural aptitude to pick up and learn the details to keep those systems running smoothly, again, with the fewest amount of contractors or hands-on staff as possible. So that's the work that we do. That's getting the right person in the right job with the right employer, treating them respectfully, setting them up for success with a house management system. If they don't work out, you have this house management system that you might go in and tweak again to say, well, we thought it was this, but no, really what we needed was more of this. You start to massage those tasks into another job description that more suits the homeowner's wants and needs. And that kind of information gets you closer and more likely to hiring someone to do that long-term. And then you build a trusted relationship over time, but get the right person in there with background investigations, make sure they have don't have any you know, outstanding lawsuits against them, you know, find out uh, if it's a trustworthy person. Certainly look, look at references, but realize that those are the hardest things in the world to get from an ultra high net worth family. Most will say we don't do uh, referrals, and so you've got to look in a different direction. There's many, many other ways to find out if this person is reputable. And we'll go in that direction in another podcast. But I want to say to you this, set yourself up for success, for getting closest to the right person who you can trust, who you can empower with this really important role in your life. And I would say go so far as to scrutinize this person and the job description and the work that they do so that they can be successful in the most strategic way possible. Just don't throw somebody into this and then blame them because they're not getting it right. It is on the homeowner's schedule or shoulders to determine what it is that the household needs, that your personal and private life needs, that your family needs from this new person who comes into your life and helps make it better. It is strategic. It's not babysitting. It's not hand-holding. It's not a homework assignment. But there is work that's needed on everyone's part from a consultant like me or there's multiple other consultants in this area from a personal assistant, from a chief of staff, to write the proper job descriptions, to look at the home's needs and all of that so you're getting the right person as best you can. <laughs> anyway, that's that's what I have for you. I'm not finger pointing and if I sound like I am, 
slap me on the wrist, reach out to me and say, you know, that was too harsh or whatever. It really is to get everybody in a place of being satisfied with household management and the domestic staff that help keep your life running smoothly. That's what I have on this round. Thank you for listening to the Dear Billionaire podcast. Please check our show notes, find us on social media, and sign up for emails to receive promotions and notifications from estate management systems about our house management systems and services. We also have a YouTube channel with past contents that may be of interest to you. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast and to our YouTube channel to receive notices of our weekly topics. And lastly, I want to thank Leonie Lawrence Van Sandwich. She is my editor, virtual assistant, and all-around smart woman that keeps things on track around here. And to the brilliant Paige Ray Creative for all of my brand development for all of my products and services. Thank you for listening.